Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. 53106 is our text number. That will cost you 30 cent. You can follow us on Twitter or send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com. And it's time for So You Think You're an Adult. Barbara Scully and Amanda Brunker uh, join us once again. Good afternoon to you both. All the single ladies, all the single ladies. <laughs> No. Yeah. Aren't in here? Aren't in here? Where are they? Yeah. Okay, well that's it. That's a good, that's a good segue into your play, then, Amanda. Yeah, oh, are they both single ladies? They are technically, uh, yes, available women. Right. Have, so anyway, yeah, you're holding a sheet, uh, a poster yeah. of my play. Thank yeah. you so much. So. Myself and Barbara are kind of like two whores here because she wants you to put aside her book. he does that already. Book. I don't. Yeah, I don't overdo that. He's and so I'm, bad. I'm clearly here to disperse a bit of adult um, advice while trying to get in plugs for my play Curiosity, which is coming up at the International Dublin Gay Theatre Festival mm-hmm. next month. Yeah, so exciting. So. Yeah, yeah, and is it, but is it about two? Uh, given the, the name, are, are they two women who think, "Oh, I'll give this a go"? Is that the kind of general gist of it? Yeah, curiosity. There's, there's, well, there's one woman who's very confident, and then there's one woman who becomes curious because she's uh, kind of wooed. So there's a lot of wooing. Right. In the play. And I'm going okay. along to see it because I reckon it'll improve my education no end. <laughs> right. It's okay. A, is, it, is it very explicit? I, I'm hoping so. Otherwise, yeah. I'm not, I want my money back. <laughs> it, I would call it a dramedy. Right. Yeah. So it's not a full on comedy. It's quite funny. And I have uh, Circa Furlong as one of the um, one of the characters in it from Fair City. People will know her as Orla. And she's amazing. But she's she's playing it straight, even though she's not straight. But she is hilarious and she's just she doesn't even realise how funny she is in rehearsals. Right. But it, it is it's it's one of those it's entertaining at times. It will make some people feel a little bit uncomfortable because oh. there is a lot of lusting and there is definitely oh, well. intimate moments. OK, but, pe- it, but this is the Gay Theatre Festival. So will it make anyone uncomfortable? I think it will, because you don't have to be gay to go to it. Yeah, well, no, you that's know. true. Oh, phew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They do. They have a detector at the door. I will. I will say though, there might be a few people leaving the show going. Jesus, could I be? Maybe. Will I? Maybe I should give it a try. Okay, that'd be interesting. <laughs> Good lord, yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah, you can exactly, and you could fill out a form at the yeah. end of the play. Yeah. I'm interested in this lifestyle. Yeah. Can you tell me Have more? We, has Amanda Brunker turned you? Yeah. Are you curious yeah. now too? Uh, it's on the Players Theatre at Trinity College from the second of May second to May. the seventh, and yeah. tickets are available at GayTheatre.ie. Okay, so, yeah. there you go. Thank right, you. here's your first yeah. question. I uh, and maybe this job should go to your play. I've been <laughs> seeing a woman for about six months now. We enjoy watching movies and often stream them on Netflix or Amazon. She loves horror movies, but I find them really tough to watch. She also likes full-on action movies, Tarantino and Scorsese movies. I flinch at the violence, but she seems to almost embrace it. I've tried to introduce other types of movies, which I like, such as When Harry Met Sally and 27 Dresses, but she simply isn't having it. She jokes about it and says I need to man up, and even teases me about my enthusiasm for romantic comedies with my mates. It's got to the point now that she's publicly embarrassing me and I don't know what to do. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, OK, so 
So she likes violent movies and he likes rom-coms and that's fine. I mean, the first thing is that you don't have to match your partner's taste in anything uh, in order mm. to kind of have a successful relationship. And I'm with them on the violent movies. I hate, I absolutely hate violent movies. Um, but the problem here is purely that she is teasing him about the fact that she thinks that rom-coms should only be watched, presumably, by women. And if you follow her logic, then she shouldn't be watching violent movies either because they yeah. should only be watched by boys. Um, so, you know, I mean, for this guy, he needs to, well, first of all, point out the inconsistency of her so-called argument and how it's ridiculous it is to think that as I say women like one thing and men like the other and he shouldn't be embarrassed about the fact that he likes rom-coms like that's absolutely fine Uh, but the problem is that she shouldn't be belittling him and slagging him off in front of his mates I wouldn't like that at all Um, I mean the fact they don't share the same taste in movies isn't um, isn't a problem but the problem is that 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 she's trying to tell him he's not a real man because of his taste in movies. And that that is a problem. Barbara, um, they are all valid points, but I really think, has he ever considered dating another gay man? <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Oh my God. With a shared interest in 27 Dresses, which is possibly one of the worst movies that was ever made. There is that. But that's again feeding into the same stereotype. Is that like you that have is, to be yeah. a gay that's, man that's if you're watching a rom com? There's got it. There's no, no. there's alpha there's males ro- and there's there's what's ro- the one after beta beta males <laughs> who aren't all into you know are quite happy and secure in themselves that they can like a rom com and you know mm. a nice soft kind of lovey dovey uh, movie doesn't make them gay. No, but I would explore it just in case, <laughs> just on the off chance. Okay, that's. That may- <laughs> With his mates, like who sits down? What man sits down with another man to sit down and watch Twenty Seven Dresses? But he's not with another man. Well, obviously not. And that's that's what I'm getting from this. That maybe he hadn't told his friends about his 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 liking for this kind of film. Ah, but and and she's kind of she's out of them. Uh, certainly in terms of his movie taste. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, really, is that is that a big deal? That the fact that he likes rom-coms, I think she's making it a big deal because her taste is very much at the other end of the spectrum. But like... Yeah, but he says she's publicly embarrassing me. So obviously the boyfriend likes rom-coms. He finds publicly embarrassing. uh, (laughs) My water uh, water just ejaculated (laughs) there. Uh, (laughs) What's happened? You in the studio. I've never heard that before. Do you know what? There's no... Clearly that woman that he's dating or whatever she obviously isn't very nice because if she's belittling yes. him about anything whether it's yeah. his taste in yeah. movies or his taste in clothes whatever it is that's just not cool so like I mean this person yeah. obviously isn't your person and find somebody else be it female or male just putting it out there <laughs> that will make you happy and not belittle you because that's not cool and that is the problem it's not the movies and what yeah. he likes yeah. what her, it's the fact that she thinks it's okay to make a show of him in front of his mates that's as, as you say it's not cool the only thing I would I would also put out there is is he being a little bit sensitive but he probably is a little bit sensitive because he, he likes, he likes movies but is, yeah. he, is he being extra 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 sensitive because oh. she might have just said oh your man here loves an old rom-com having a joke and it wasn't actually that but big a deal. But he says at the, very be- at the very end, he says like, she, it's now she's publicly embarrassing me and I don't know what to do. Um, like, I don't know whether he's actually said to her, I don't like you doing that. Like, has he actually said, Maybe not. will, he, Probably will not. he cut it out? No, he's scared. Mm-hmm. If he's scared. Yeah, but he needs to, he needs to 
Communication. <laughs> That's not a nice term for anyone. No, it's not. No, yeah. no absolutely he, not. I'm think, just using her words. Yes, uh, no, I know, yeah. I think communication is key, but I get, maybe... The signs are on the wall, do you think? I think the sign, the writing definitely could be on the wall, but I think there's there's a lot of sensitivity here. So he might be oversensitive in this department. And if he is, he just needs to speak up. Yeah, speak up, not manage. Well, I think both things could be true. You might be a bit sensitive about it, but she doesn't sound very nice. No, she doesn't. Why would you do that? Like, that's not Yeah, But you see, what I'm trying to say is maybe she wasn't being as mean as what he thinks that she's being. Yes, no, that's just the way she is. Yeah, Yeah. so she might have made a flippant comment, but to him it really upset him, so that's not cool. But you have to speak, always speak. If, If in doubt, communicate, and that'll solve a lot more problems. Yeah, if she's saying man up, she wants to change him in a profound way. That's not way. nice. Yeah. No, I don't like that. No. no, I don't like that either. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, dump her. That's basically <laughs> the subject here. Run! Uh, uh, he could watch some, there must be a rom-com about dumping someone uh, that he could, you know, suggest they watch. You could watch The Breakup. Yes. With Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, he'd get a whole, yeah, a whole series of films all to do with breaking up. <laughs> yeah. uh, and somebody get the getting the hint here. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, one of my, oh God, this is a hard one. One of my close friend's father is dying and I've been avoiding her over the last few weeks. I lost my own parents in the last five years and she's reaching out to me for support because, as she says, I've been through it. I'm actually finding it really hard to deal with her sadness and grief. It's bringing up a lot of emotions for me and I don't think I'm ready to go there again so soon. Soon, I want to tell her that I'm not able to support her at the moment, but I know that will hurt her and I think it could spell the end of our friendship. What should I do? Protect myself or push through just to help my friend? Well, I'll probably go first because I know Barbara's had a bereavement recently, so this will be a tough one for her. Um, I think, as I mentioned already, uh, communication is key and people can be very funny don't think funny is the right term, but, but odd, yeah. odd when it comes yeah. to, to, to people passing and not being able to communicate just on a simple terms. Mm. So I, I remember when my brother died, people would literally walk in front of a bus to get away from me because they were just so terrified to even make eye contact with me. I'm just like, all you have to do is just go, how are you? Yeah. Or... Yeah. I was, or even a text saying, I'm thinking of you. You don't even have to get into the nitty gritty with people. And an awful lot of the time, most people who, who have suffered a bereavement, they don't want to go into lens. And then there are times when they want to just talk and talk and talk for days. But I think if, if this person who's after writing in saying they're not able to open up old wounds, that's fair enough. But don't avoid your friend because that's not cool. Yeah. Because you would hate people avoiding you. All you have to do is simply say, I said, you know, I'm, I'll always be here. I said, I'm just dealing with an awful lot of stuff myself. I haven't processed it properly. I can't. I don't know whether I can, I can be that rock for you right now Mm. but I'm still your friend and I'm still I want the best for you and I love you and whatever it is but just don't avoid talking to somebody but just tell them in in words that are familiar to you saying listen I, I just can't be that person for you right now Yeah Yeah At the same time though you can imagine that their friend who's just recently bereaved 
is thinking my friend who's also had this experience is, is the one person who can understand what I'm going yeah, through. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, as Amanda said, yeah, this resonates with me and I know it's it's really, you you do have, with grief, you feel that this, this Pandora's box that you don't want to open because it'll overwhelm you and you don't mm. know what to do with it and it'll be messy and, and you've no control over it and you don't know where it'll end and blah, blah, blah. So I, I totally understand where the, this person who's written the letter is coming from, that they don't want to be forced into confronting this thing that they've kind of probably left to one side. But I think it's interesting because in life, this person, like the rest of us, there's always going to be somebody who's going to be bereaved, who you love. And the fact that you've been through it does give you an insight and an empathy that somebody who hasn't been through it won't obviously won't have to the same degree. So... I mean, what I would say to the person who's written the letter is that perhaps the friend is almost acting as a kind of a catalyst to 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 get her to maybe start dealing with because it was five years down the road. And whereas yeah. I know you don't ever get over losing somebody you love very much, but you <laughs> learn to live with it and you deal with it. Um, and I do think that perhaps this could be a sign that maybe she needs some help in dealing with it. Maybe she should think of getting some grief counselling in order to help her because once she deals with it herself, then she will be a really good support to not just this friend, but other friends or family down the road that, that are going to be in the same um, situation and perhaps would look to her for some help if she feels she can. So I, that's, I would definitely recommend that she start to look at it uh, because guess... this is going to come back again and again. But if she can't, then I think what you said, you, you need to explain it to your friend as to why you're finding this hard. But there's no written way to deal with grief and everybody's own grief is very individual to them and how Mm. they deal with things. Some people love talking and talking and talking and getting it out there. Other people just need to kind of put it in a little box and park it over here so they can function on a daily basis. But it, I think at some point it is possibly good to come back to that and open it. I don't think you can do that long term, yeah. Well, my... I know my my mom kind of bottled it up for about um about 10 years and then yeah. I upset her. Um I didn't invite her to my wedding so that would kind of upset. That you. Her. <laughs> yeah, that would do the trick, yeah. So anyway, I rang her after getting married and said by the way I'm after getting married and she started crying. Now you eloped, it should be pointed out. I did, she didn't I did. like have 300 people there no, except no, her mother I... or anything. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, for clarity here, yeah. There was a, there was I I didn't invite a lot of people um, but she started crying and she didn't stop crying for a week apparently and she cried all day all night for a week and then she she said to me afterwards it was one of the best things that ever happened to her because she started crying over me yeah. and being hurt uh, because I didn't involve her in anything and then she realised then she was crying about my brother's death yeah, and then it was then and then it was like, oh, she were crying. We'll keep crying. It was like she was crying for the whole world then. And afterwards, then she just said it was like this weight had been. And yeah. as you said, like you never fully get no, over. But you learn but how to do it. She felt this this heaviness kind of lift from her. Yeah. So, um, but I think until you do that, you always have the fear because you know something is going to happen that's going to trigger that, like in your yeah. case, yeah. your yeah. wedding. So if you've got this Pandora's box that's over here, and I know since my mother died in January, and I know since that, 
that like I've been really busy doing a whole load of real distracting stuff, organising everybody else's lives and running around like, you know, meeting myself coming backwards because I don't want to deal with what's over here. Um, but I know that something's going to trigger my hand. And when you don't have control, mightn't be the most appropriate. <laughs> no, it can ambush the, you a day can, or not. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I'm conscious of the fact that like that will have to be looked at. But and it's I never do think... going to be a good time to, to no. do it. It's like it's never a good time to have a baby. It's never a good time to... But I think for if something you, to die if, on you, it's yeah. just. But I think if you avail of of sometimes professional help, that can help you to deal with it in a more controlled explosion kind of a way, <coughs> rather than a kind of a. Yeah, I, I think it's cheaper you, yeah, if you just don't want to want get it. a couple of bottles of wine and your friends around. Oh. But this person, yeah. just to finish on that, they just need to communicate with their friend that they can't be their rock and they're not able to do that. But just don't avoid them because that's the worst thing. And by avoiding them, you will create a big rift and you oh, might no, lose. Absolutely. It might be worth, as you pointed out, when she says, I can't be a rock right now because I haven't dealt with my own grief yet. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly and it. And she opens up in that way to her friend. Her friend could probably appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, 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 true. Gosh, uh, the poor things. Uh, a couple of texts about uh, the fellow who likes to wear... Uh, uh, um, here we go. Uh, yeah, here we here go. Here we go. Brace yourself. Uh, Mike is less than approving of your comments, Amanda. Uh, did did uh, I actually just hear a contributor who uh, on News Talk suggested a person who wrote in with a genuine problem might be gay... Now, this is where Mike's complaint falls down uh, because he likes Tomcoms. I'm not sure what a Tomcom is. I'm sure it was a typo. Yeah. What year is this, uh, says uh, Mike. Uh, another, uh, Nylon Cork says, my best buddy and I once wound up watching Mean Girls, uh, slightly hungover one morning. <laughs> Towards the end, there's a scene where the main girl was asked if she was nervous about the prom. And she said, I thought it was going to hurl. My, body tur- my buddy turned to me and said, for the county, like. <laughs> 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 right, uh, you are listening to the Mark Creep Show and you stop. We do have to take a break uh, after that shaving pubic hair. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cents. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. Barbara and Amanda are still with us for So You Think uh, You're an Adult. Uh, the next question is this I'm a 39 year old woman living and working in Dublin. I recently met a really nice younger man on Tinder and we've been dating for about two months now. He's down to earth, kind and generous and we seem to have a good laugh. However, since we slept together for the first time a few weeks ago, I was quite taken aback to discover that his pubic area was almost completely shaved. I laughed instinctively when I saw it and he seemed to be offended. So I apologised. But I can't stop thinking about it and we haven't slept together since. I hope this doesn't sound too unwoke, but I found it quite unattractive for a man to do this. (laughs) Or is this just something that guys in their 20s do now? Uh, well, you've come to the wrong place if you're asking that question in this studio, I'm afraid. But uh, um, I'm hoping Amanda might be able yeah. to, might, might have more up-to-date information if than I would have. If there's any men in their 20s listening who might, you know, have a little moustache down there, let us know, please. I have, uh, yeah, I, I have... Uh, not much. In fact, I have no uh, current experience of young men and their undercarriages and how they're groomed. Um, 
but I'm assuming that the guy this woman mentions is kind of normal and that men are being as influenced nowadays uh, by porn as women were yeah. have been for the last few decades um, and personally I find that all a bit weird um, and, and making adults look a bit more like children it all kind of breaks no, up my head no. don't like it that's, that's don't your like filthy it. mind no don't like it but what is interesting about this is the fact that they haven't slept together since since, since this one off. time yeah. so and I'm wondering why that is like has she refused sex on the grounds that she finds his nethers funny or uh, unattractive? Or has he been offended by her laughing and is ghosting her? Um, so either way, no sex for a few weeks in a relationship that's only a few months old is a bad sign. Yeah. I think it's over. This is this is st- this is standard issue. Uh, manscaping so a man who would is... Know. But, that, but it's been standard issue for a long time. Yeah, I thought it was like they shaved their chest. I didn't realise. Oh, no, back no, sack and crack. Do you know that... why they shaved shave the whole thing more or less now. Why? It makes it look bigger. You can really? find it. Ah, right. Instead of like that old <laughs> in the wilderness. Having to get a comb. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You I can know. find it. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have huge okay. experience that it was a long time ago, but like... Oh, think about it. If it. you get rid of yeah. all the bristles, like, I mean, it's there and it's proud and it's bigger. Yeah. So it, that's why it's kind of... How would they do it? Yeah. It's kind of pathetic. But yes. It is. Honestly, Sean, people don't need to make it any bigger. Uh, but it's... I, I'm, I'm not... I'm okay with that. Okay, we yeah. Would, we would have a bit of manscaping in our house as well. And and that's and that's good. My husband worries about me being on the show. I hope he's listening. <laughs> yeah. Today. Well, actually, somebody he's said to well-informed person. Have you watched Naked Attraction on Channel Four? No, no one has pubic hair now. No. Yeah. Apparently, it's gone. Pubic. pubic hair is gone. It's gone. I'm I'm okay with that. It's cleaner. Like, it's sure, it's less it's messy. It's not cleaner. Surely, it's not cleaner. Surely, there's it a na- natural reason why. No, you we see, have. I'm over that. You see, and that's what old people ca- are kind of saying about <laughs> women. <laughs> women. <What>? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that came out wrong, Barbara. No, but sorry, other generations saying about women um, getting Brazilian waxes and stuff like that. I'm all for, I'm lasered from the neck down. And I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. And it was one of the best decisions I ever made. Okay. Like there's no prep for going on holidays. You're not worrying about anything. But it's, it's, it was one of the best things I ever did. Now, everyone to their own. I th- I think there's a market for both, but I personally feel definitely cleaner myself by the the the, the okay. landscaping, yeah. and I can understand why men would too. Okay. Uh, Chris <laughs> says I uh, had a vasectomy in my forties, had to shave the tackle. Love the feeling, been shaving ever since. Wife loves it, uh, says Chris. But I thought, but then you get itchy bits, surely. No, but that's just the back of your scrotum you shave. You don't have to shave the, the, oh, the pubic whole, hair at the front. Uh, yeah, certainly. I don't know. Maybe it was a different set of criteria when Chris got it done. Uh, um, yeah, that's a point because sure, yeah, you're right. Because shaving the back of your scrotum is quite pleasurable, but also very exciting. Because if you know, if you've got a handshake, it's not a good look. Uh, someone else says it's called the optical inch. That's uh, apparently why they do it. Barbara, What's she going I'm to do? You. This oh, woman like this woman is used to a nice manly bush. Yeah, bush. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, and circling around that. in the no, no. But she's neat. She's she likes to have a forage around. A forage and a forage. Nobody ship. wants a forage. Like, honestly, <laughs> listen. No, speak for yourself. There's nothing. Oh God, no! I'm actually feeling <laughs> ill at the thought of. Anyway, 
listen everyone to their own if it doesn't if it's not attractive for you that's fine but you're going to need to have a chat with your man and say listen I think listen. your man's gone oh I'd say he's gone yes, I think, yeah. he's, I think yeah. this yeah. is over anyway but so. you will need to date older men because it's only it's the dying breeds that only still have stop the stop pointing at me when you say that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you I did that again you pointed, pointed at me at dying breeds well, she said yeah. no you didn't I saw where you pointed <laughs> so, sorry about that <laughs> If there's like a Tinder for old people, yeah. uh, you could go on that. Uh, uh, could never get with a man who wasn't shaven, uh, says another texter. Barbara's just in shock. There you go. <laughs> see, how so do you how so do you know in advance? Do you have to ask them a question? Do, do, do the, uh, could, that's definitely you do a flirty question? question. No, I must okay. admit, I've, I never asked a question. It's not something they put on their Tinder. I, I, I'm not on Tinder, so I don't know what kind of questions. Sometimes I'm very glad that I am the age I am. Uh, my wife Simpler prefers... Times. I don't quite get this text. And my wife prefers my lower shave. She doesn't have to go to the dentist for a haircut. <laughs> well, think about it. I don't really want to think about it, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't understand the shaving school. I'm old school. Uh, the shaving thing, I'm old school. You just can't beat a good hairy faluga. No, uh, no, says Phil. no, no. <laughs> Come on, I'm Phil. I'm with Phil. Ill. I'm with Phil. Uh, yeah, it, I think it does seem to be an age. I, yeah, I'm with Phil too. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, Kate says, I have an issue when it comes to my friends not being aware that I do not have the same disposable income as them. I'm a parent of two. And between the cost of running a household, working part time and the general cost of living increasing, I'm literally living from month to month. Recently, since things have reopened, my friends want to arrange brunches weekly that cost a fortune. And when we're out shopping... I get a why not when I tell them I can't afford something. I've told them time and again that money is tight, but it seems to be falling on deaf ears. It's also getting to the stage where I'm a little embarrassed. They even started to question if I'm good with money. Any suggestions on how to talk, uh, how to talk money with people who just don't get it? I suggest get new friends. That's not that's not cool. Listen, there's no embarrassment to being to being broke I go around telling everybody I'm broke which I am I haven't worked in like three years properly there's no there's nothing wrong with saying to your friends lads I can't do this This I'm, I'm out on this mm. and there's no embarrassment because most of the country are finding it tight at the moment fuel's gone up heating's gone up gas everything's gone up and it's 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 not fun trying to raise a couple of kids on 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 a on a on a set no, wage, no. Um, so there's no embarrassment. Don't be embarrassed. But if your friends are still being bitches and and still kind of making you feel bad because you can't do stuff, like I mean, kick them to the curb. I'm sorry, that's just not cool in this day and age. No, it's not really. No, and I, I would have thought so. Yeah, and it's they like I love the line where they've even started to question if I'm good with money. I bet you Jeez. she's way better with money than they are. She has to be. She yeah. has to be way better with money in order to keep her show on the road, as you say, on a part time income and with the costs going the way they are. And I also think it's interesting at the moment because certainly it's something I would have noticed that after the the, the pandemic. Well, are we after the pandemic? But anyway, mm, after the worst of the pandemic, yeah, and all the and all the lockdowns and everything, a big gap opened up between those who lost their businesses and income completely, yeah, um, and those whose income wasn't at all affected. They kept working and they saved a fortune because they weren't going away, they weren't going yeah, out, they weren't yeah. going for dinner, they weren't. So they've actually saved a huge amount of money. Whereas these crowd over here have actually probably no savings left and are probably where this woman is. So. She's not alone. There's many, many people in the same in the same boat, and her friends seem to be living in some kind of weird bubble where they don't seem yeah. to know what's going on in the rest of the world. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's also this thing I think we have 
not just in Ireland anywhere I think that you measure your success by your material wealth which is no measure of success I think she's being I think that very day has successful changed, in though, keeping now. but but her friends are obviously have no understanding oh, of where she's clearly at. they're still living in the Celtic yeah. Tiger <laughs> and, and, may, and maybe they don't have kids and yeah. they're not single parents and, and they've all those loads kind of, of money things. so they have yeah. no conception as to why she would be on a strict budget but if they're going to be if they're going to be embar- I wouldn't be cool with hanging around with people like that that's just not cool like, on any level and to belittle people or make them feel bad about not having money to buy that extra bottle of Prosecco while sitting in wherever yeah. you know it's, it's it's just not you can't pressurise people like, there's so there's so many pressures already on people yeah. and the way I see it is if they're not cool to come around to yours and sit in the garden uh, and have a couple of drinks in that in mm. like that's the only way I kind of really like to socialize now anyway I was yeah. like going because I can afford to get a bottle of something or a few beers and sit in the garden and make some food but if you're to do have the same amount of alcohol in, in somewhere yeah, else in a venue it's yeah. going to cost a fortune plus yeah. the transport in and the transport back and maybe the babysitting yeah. and like I'm so glad that I don't have young kids now because it would just be so hard yeah, Chris says people who have money can never understand those yeah. who don't. It's what's wrong with our political system as well. It's why the country's in the state it's in largely because most of our politicians are very wealthy um, and they don't really have an understanding of how tough it is for people yeah, who are trying to budget. You can say you do, but you really need to kind of be living through Live that it, to yeah, have a Yeah, a, a if you're literal... totally insulated from all of that because you're getting... In... A lot of them are landlords. Many yeah. percentage of them are landlords. Like it's quite a few. Um, yeah. uh, speaking of insulated or not insulated, <laughs> uh, there is a section on Tinder, Hinged, and Grinder where you can put your body hair type. Uh, apparently, uh, someone says uh, that's useful I, for me to know if I ever is, need yeah. to go there because I have yeah. to tick that box. Boom! Uh, boom. boom. <laughs> I, I'm a man in my late thirties, and I recently went for a full body shave. It was weird, exciting, and refreshing at the, all at the same time. My girlfriend was surprised but happy. Why I didn't do this years ago is beyond me. Uh, Though John had a different experience, he said, do not do it. Worst mistake ever made in my life. Felt like there were two cats fighting in my knickers. So, uh, well, he's wearing knickers. That's also a worry. Barbara and Amanda, thank you both uh, very much for that. Thanks for John, uh, for that vivid uh, image, John, as well. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break. After that, Superman saves Dublin. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.